Hello and welcome to the Eclectic Coach Podcast. I'm Candice and in this show I'm going to be covering some of my favorite topics related to spirituality, metaphysics, and shamanistic tools that you can actually use and apply to your own journey to make your life more interesting, to make it more fun, to have a more powerful impact on the world. We're also going to be covering broader topics related to technology, infrastructure, construction, and manufacturing, and talking about how we're going to bring together the masculine and feminine energies and balance them on the planet so we can create a whole new world of possibility for everyone. If you're interested in personal coaching, visit me at eclecticcoach.com or YouTube or Patreon. And if you're interested in being a guest, I would also love to hear from you. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, so in this episode, I wanted to talk briefly. It's going to be, hopefully, I think, probably a shorter episode. But I just, I was cooking in my kitchen, and um, I was making potatoes and chopping up onions and bell pepper and, you know, just kind of cooking because one of the things that you can do to ground yourself and to feel more rooted is to cook and to actually handle the food that you eat and to be mindful and um, present with it as you do that. Admittedly, haven't exactly been super like dialed in and like holding the potato, but you can really do that. You can um, hold the hold the fruit, hold the potato, hold um, the food that you're preparing, and really look at it. Really give thanks for it. Um, that's something that I've been thinking about: is how can we get more rooted? How can we start to feel more grounded? And what do we do when we start to feel like unsafe? Um, And when we begin to feel fear, something I want to mention too is that we often jump to other emotions too. So some people go immediately from fear to anger or from fear to sadness or from fear to compulsivity. Um, We have these different places, so it's important to be aware of we're experiencing fear in our life. and how safe, supported, and secure we feel or do not feel, and then address it. And so I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that. A lot of what's going on when we have feelings related to, also this has to do with all things root chakra related. So chakra just means, it's a Sanskrit word, it means disc, it's talking about how the energy Um, moves in the body. And I think it was Carolyn Mace who was talking about this. This is the first time in my early 20s I'd heard about um, chakras. It was so cool. I remember the day I got her stuff from the library. She was um, talking about how you need to think of this as a fully integrated system. So yes, you can kind of isolate a certain part of your uh, system, like the root chakra or the solar plex or something like that. But it's kind of like um, in fitness, you know, you can really work out your deltoids or something and they can get bigger. But ultimately, um, for being in shape and health and well-being, it's about the holistic approach, the whole body. And our energy system is very much that way as well. And I just want to make that point as I'm 
kind of talking about this. I hope it wasn't loud because <laughs> I'm not going to re-record this. I think I've mentioned my thoughts and feelings related to editing and that it was much better for me to create something that's imperfect than for me to listen to myself a hundred times, criticize myself, and then just delete the whole thing. I've spent too many years doing that. My perfectionism has been like probably the most hindering thing in my life. Um, so yeah, let's talk about how to feel safe, how to feel supported, how to feel more rooted. And I'm talking about this because this is definitely something that is a reemerging, ever-present project that I'm working on in my life. Uh, there's this lady, I think her name's Katie Weatherup, and she has this shaman podcast, and I really, really like it. And she does um, soul retrieval. So if that's something that you're interested in, and I'll talk more about that in a future upcoming episode. Every time I talk, I come up with like a different idea. Um, but she talks about how if in previous lifetimes you were a healer, and I definitely was. I have so much Sagittarius in the 12th house. I have a stellium there and a south node. So, wow. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of Sagittarius. In the, so that's like the teacher, healer, religious person, uh, priest that lived in a monastery or uh, like person who lived, you know, in a cave away from everybody. I think I did that. And I definitely, oh, that's the oven. Um, I definitely have experienced that in my life. Like I want to just like escape and be in my own little world. And growing up, my mom was a single parent and kind of had to work a lot and was doing her own thing a lot. And so I spent a lot of time just like alone and studying. I'm just reflecting on even like right now, it's just so nice <laughs> to be alone. It's just so nice to just not have anyone around. But as an INFJ, what I've heard on the personality podcast, um, personality hacker, I mentioned that in the other podcast I made, um, INFJs in particular, and many of the introverts, but INFJs in particular, uh, want to just withdraw and like want to kind of be by themselves because they're like, oh, how much, what is this going to involve? Like if I have you in my life, like, so we kind of need to be away from people. And also we're very sensitive. Our um, psychic perceptive skills are just you know, if you want to go get a psychic reading, it, like an INFJ is where it's at, you know, they just are. And it's not, that's not to brag, that's not always an easy path, you know, to be around people and all their feelings and all their stuff. Um, but we want to just like get away from people. Um, but ultimately, we end up being less safe and less supported because we don't, engage. And so we're kind of like out on our own. And so I'm definitely in a healing process about that around how to feel more safe and connected. And part of that is having community. 
because the root chakra is not only about safety and um, structure, and it's also where we have money and material support. And often if that's not operating or functioning properly or shut down, we can become, you know, challenged in, in the ways of making money and supporting ourselves. Um, but also having a sense of community and a sense of belonging that has a lot to do with feelings of safety. And it's a lot where we do our karma around our family and our early upbringing and our origin stories and even our lineage. And so, and after working with ayahuasca, I realized that there is something to it. <laughs> there is something meaningful and precious about lineage and um, there is energetic patterns and communications um, that come through lineage and I'm hearing support that comes through connecting with our lineage um, and one of the things that's coming to me as I'm talking about this around feeling safe and supported is about being able to have boundaries that's the space where I am and you begin. Um, and this is something I'm always having to work on. Um, I'm going to talk more about working with and healing codependency and what that's about. Um, but that has a lot to do with um, wanting to like isolate and withdraw and not asking for help and that sort of thing. So um, being able to have really good boundaries. And being able to, this is another thing, hold your own reality. Because people who are not very evolved and hurting inside and don't know how to generate their own energy will sometimes um, gravitate. It's kind of like a moth and a flame. Gravitate towards somebody and do things that aren't cool and steal their energy basically by proxy and and then gaslight them and be like, no, that's not true. That's not true. And then the other person ends up walking away feeling like, that experience did not make me feel good. And I don't, I don't feel good. <laughs> you know, like I don't, that, that didn't feel supportive to me. That hurt my feelings. Um, and I told you about how I feel and you're not, acknowledging that you're immediately flipping it around on everything that's wrong with me and you're overreactive and your response is disproportionate to the little comment that I'm making about how I feel and what's coming up for me and you're arguing with my subjective reality which I have a right to at any given moment and you don't have to agree with that um, we forget that and so we end up kind of feeling like we're going crazy because somebody is undermining our very sense of reality. So when we need to feel safe and rooted and supported, it's also very important that we own our own reality. I am feeling this. It, it doesn't have, the other person doesn't have to agree with you. The other person doesn't have to um, necessarily uh, identify with everything that you're saying and they can disagree but it's about honoring respect for the fact that that is the way you feel right or wrong and yes you might be willing to 
look at it differently at another point, but this is how you feel, this is what you think, and this is where you're at with it. And sometimes we have a tendency, um, especially if we've been in unstable, chaotic environments where there's addiction present, um, or just toxic negativity, or just, you know, I would even say even people who seem somewhat normal, um, there's a, a definitely this, this not being able to have your own reality. Um, and so that's really, really important. Because, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought there, so I had to pick up where I left off. That's what I'm going to try to do. Every time I lose my train of thought, just pause and then go back and see what I was talking about before. Um, but it's important because sometimes we give up part of ourselves to be in the community. And there's something that they talk about in um, shamanism, and that's that when we come into this life in order to have relationships and dynamics and things with people, we end up losing, giving away, or parts of our energy get taken from us. And sometimes um, those parts kind of get stuck out there and we can do soul retrieval and call back those energies and reinterpret the meaning of the experiences that we have and integrate them into as something positive um, that we can use to then help other people. Um, and so what happens though is that in any, any, any group of people, like sometimes you get told that you didn't see what you saw or um, you, you just feel we want to be a part of the group. You know, we want to be accepted. We, we have evolved this way to survive by being able to be with other people. And sometimes uh, we, we don't acknowledge that, no, I heard that. And, and somebody else is trying to be like, no, you didn't hear that. Or I saw that. And they're like, no, that's not. And it's okay to, and you are going to need to, we are all going to need to pause and be like, okay, I need to reevaluate that. Maybe I'm not seeing this um, clearly. There, there's a difference between doing that because you, and, and denying your reality and not owning your reality and feeling safe and supported because you can only really do that when you've sat with, okay, this is how I have been looking at it. This is how I have, but you have to be able to hold that and own that first before you can transition it out. And so thinking about these psychosocial dynamics is a very important part of feeling rooted and safe and feeling a sense of belonging. Um, and I also just want to mention I'm noticing just within my own life that there is definitely um, a connection between my root chakra and my throat chakra. And I've had certain energy dynamics in my relationships recently where I just shut down. And it's triggering something from my early upbringing and it's causing, like, I'll feel like this, like, heaviness like right around my throat like I'll feel like open and expanded I'll have this experience with this person and then I'll walk away and my whole like throat chakra feels 
contracted. And so we need to look at if we are to feel safe and supported, we've got to have a strong identity, a strong presence. Now, I'm not talking about identity like with your race or your gender, your social status, or I'm a cowboy or whatever. Like, I'm not talking about that kind of identity. I'm talking about a connection with your own presence. So part of feeling safe and rooted is about being able to be present. And if you find that you're just like all over the place, which I deal with this on a regular basis, I have to pause. And in the recovery movement, in Al-Anon, they talk about halt. Am I hungry, angry, lonely, tired? You know, I have to halt and tune into myself because I've grown up in an environment where other people's needs took precedent. And I did a lot of like juggling and tiptoeing to make sure that Ah, you don't want to, you don't want to upset that. You don't want to upset the apple cart. So keep it copacetic, you know, and adapt and, and and be hypervigilant to how other people's moods and how they feel. And that's not going to help you stay safe and supported and certainly not in the conditions that we're in in the world. Like everybody's in their own thing. Everybody's in their own process, in their own stuff, sometimes their own pain, sometimes their joy and happiness, hopefully, depending on where you're spending your time, you're hanging with people that are growing. That's something I need to get way more intentional about. That's just my advice to myself as I talk to you or talk to me and record myself for this podcast. But yeah, like we can't be letting other people's stuff always affect us. But I also want to acknowledge the fact that some of us, we identify with the term empath. And that's just where we feel a a tremendous amount of empathy towards others. Um, There is a correlation, um, although they are not one and the same between empathy and codependency. Because as a person who grew up in a, um, like an unsure, uh, like unstable sort of environment, you learn to get really resourceful about uh, feeling how other people feel. And so that if you do that long enough, you forget that just because somebody feels something doesn't mean that's your problem. Just, But at the same time, if they're feeling it around you, I think it is also perfectly appropriate to be like, this doesn't feel good to me. I don't like the vibe that you're putting out. And therefore, um, I don't want to be in your presence. That's totally legit too. Because like it or not, some of us really do have a porous auric field. We just do. That's part of our design. That's part of our makeup. And we are here to be empathic and nurturing and loving. And that's part of our emotionality and our purpose in life. And... We can't be exposing ourselves and more, a better term is subjecting ourselves to a bunch of bullshit, a bunch of toxic feeling behavior because it doesn't make us feel good. And you have to feel good in order to vibrate at the frequency that will draw in positive things. And if you're not feeling good consistently, then you got to bounce. And again, talking to myself here. So 
how do we feel more rooted? How do we feel more supported? Practicing present moment awareness through focusing on physical sensations, focusing on what our feet feel like, because a lot of times our energy for some of us is very well developed in our upper chakras and it just has a tendency to, like when we get uncomfortable here, many of us star seeds um, feel like I'm uncomfortable in my meat suit, I'm uncomfortable in this uh, dense apparatus that I've got to fucking function with, like, ah, no, (laughs) I get very frustrated. Um, So we tend to pull our energy upwards and outwards. And then not to mention if we have like some pain, you know, around our root chakra and this energy system in our lives that sometimes resurfaces, we're leaking energy. So what we got to do is become really present, really in the now and physically focus on our feet. Maybe even do it now. Like look down, I'm looking down. Looking at my feet, breathing in, accepting that I've chosen to come here. I remember when I was little, I had a dream of my aunt and my grandmother. Um, We called her honey growing up and we were driving, but except we were like hovering and it was like a red planet, kind of like the one that we live in now. Um, And then we looked through this pool. Um, It was like a looking glass pool. And I was like, oh, look, there's where we're all going to go live together and be together. And, um, And I had a lot of interesting dreams like that growing up. Um, So I have to remind myself, and maybe it's helpful to remind yourself too, if you're having trouble getting grounded and you're just frustrated, (laughs) like the human experience. I know there are some people out there who are just like, what do I have to do (laughs) so that I do not have to come back here? And that's been a big theme um, thing that comes up for me a lot that is not productive is I'll get upset or I'll feel like challenged maybe financially or I'll feel um, my root chakra stuff is is challenged and I'm having trouble getting grounded and and focused and I just feel uncomfortable and I'll be like I hate it here I am never coming back to earth I am never coming back to this planet if I get a life review I'm telling you right now don't come back (laughs) and it's just like I'll go into that space where I don't want to be here. Interestingly enough, though, when I worked with ayahuasca, which is a vine that grows up, but also grows deep into the ground and shows our root stuff is that I was so grateful to be alive, to be here during these times. It can get scary, but we have to remember, you know, remind yourself. That's what I'm was about to say, remind yourself that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are here. You chose to come here. <sighs> Sometimes it can be really fun. You know, if, if and when, you know, let's get real. Sometimes we kind of fall and trip up. But if and when we take better care of our bodies and we eat a little bit cleaner And we do some of the things that we do feel sort of a resistance to doing. 
that require like discipline, our body does become more comfortable. So that's another thing that we got to do to feel rooted and grounded and secure is making sure we're getting enough sleep, making sure, and this happened to me this week too, where I was recording these and I just, and then I decided to drink another energy drink. I have a problem. I'll be honest. Um, and I was up all night and then I slept all day and then got up much later in the day. And yesterday was amazing though, but I have been feeling just a little bit off in that way. And in terms of like, Oh, like work related stuff's kind of feeling a little confused. So I need to make sure that I'm getting enough sleep. And if you have a meditative practice, I personally do transcendental meditation It is the best thing I've ever done. The most widely developed research tool uh, in the entire world. So well researched from the most uh, well-respected institutions in the world. Like Harvard, Stanford, they all have studies about it. Um, If I meditate consistently, everything's going to be fine. So if you have a, a meditation practice, whatever it is for you, kundalini yoga, um, ecstatic dance, Uh, some sort of breath work, some sort of thing that you do every day, do it. My path is TM, but you may have another path and I honor that. So whatever your meditative path is, do it so that you can feel safe, so that you can, that, that channel between you and the divine and your support team and your ancestors and helping spirits, um, you can feel it. And also so that you are quite literally changing your biochemistry and how the neurons are firing in your brain and feel better. So meditate. That's very important. Another thing is just dance, move, exercise, even just like swaying back and forth. If you just can't even get yourself to exercise, just, just moving a little bit more, moving a little bit faster, like, but do it with presence where you are putting attention on being in your body can be very, very grounding. Um, and another thing that you can do is stomp your feet really hard, like really kind of like put on something with a hard baseline if you dance um, and stomp your feet. Like another thing is getting outside and putting your bare feet in the earth. And another thing I learned on the Shaman Jellic podcast, which I've mentioned this a couple times too, she had this, um, I don't remember what they're called, but they're healers and he does this thing in Peru and it was awesome. I highly recommend it. Um, but she was talking about they were talking about putting your feet in the earth and then going out as the sun rises and feeling connection to mother earth, which is this feminine grounded energy and also father sun, which is giving you light and energy and vitality and strength. Um, and we want these things to be in balance and, it's very invigorating and it will enliven your light body. And speaking of light bodies, another thing that's coming to me is 
when you chop your vegetables as a way to ground, eat all of the colors on the light spectrum. So maybe do a, a like some days do a salad where you have fruits and vegetables of multiple colors. And that's supposed to be also very healing. Okay, so just to wrap up, here's a few more quick things that you can do if you want to feel more rooted and more grounded. And these are more like quick fixes um, that you can incorporate. And you can actually blend in multiples of them together. So go sit on a big rock outside and also consider asking the rock for permission if you can sit on it. Um, there's this idea in shamanism that everything is alive and um, asking, hey, can I sit on the rock, helps you communicate with the natural world. Go be outside, go commune with nature because that's a place, I can't remember where I first heard this, but the reason that that's so powerful is because that's a place where everything Things are thriving. They have to thrive in order to be alive. And so going outside um, is so, so important. Another thing you can do is just immediately put in binaural beats um, and listen to sounds that will help ground you or that are healing specifically for the root chakra. You can wear specific colors. Um, so if you need more root chakra energy, consider wearing more red or eating red food, or painting with more red, or just intentionally working with the color red um, is very important because there's a electrical impulse is going through your optic nerve that's allowing you to see the color. Um, or you're projecting the color because you've got these cones in your eyes. Can't exactly remember how it works, but something like that. But it's all a frequency, everything's a frequency. So. Um, bringing in the color of red through your eyes is a way to rebalance the color especially, or the energy, especially if you're doing it in a focused and intentioned way. I also found, and I might link this in the notes, but um, a, what was it? It was a yoga video. So doing root chakra yoga for a specific... Um, or whatever chakra you want to work with, but in this case, the root chakra has been really helpful for me. And he also showed this exercise where um, at the base of your spine, I can't remember what it's called, but rocking back and forth a few times can help it um, awaken and, and so that you, you feel more rooted. And you can even sit down on the ground and imagine deep, roots going from your root chakra down to the center um, of the earth. And so these are just quick things that you can do uh, to enliven and heal your root chakra. Remember to keep those boundaries. Don't vacillate. Own your own reality and love yourself. One of the things that we need to heal is stuff where we feel abandoned or unsupported or rejected, you know, from our family systems. And one of the best ways to address that is one of Louise Hay's techniques with her affirmations is I love and approve of myself. And affirmations do work, but you have to work them. Like they say in the recovery movement, it works if you work it. <laughs> and only if you work it. You have to say it hundreds of times. I love and approve of myself. And just say it casually. Say it 
nicely as if you actually do love and approve of yourself. Well, I love and approve of myself exactly as I am. And that will help you feel more supported because when we feel loved, when we love ourselves and we feel the love of our creator, we feel worthy of receiving help and support. And that brings me to my last and final thought. I am by no means an expert or even good at this, but we got to ask for help. You know, if we were designed to, and we've got to offer help, you know, so there needs to be a balance. We need to be able to contribute. Um, and, and we need to be honest if we're giving too much and not showing healthy boundaries towards ourselves um, and we're getting depleted, we got to address that. But also, we also need to look at, am I giving enough? Like, am I helping? And am I giving in a way that feels good to me, that's supportive to me, and also supportive to whoever I'm giving to? Is it honest? Is it clean? Is it transparent? Um, am I giving? But also, am I receiving help? Am I, do I have community? Do I have support? Am I creating this in my life? Where does that need some effort? Where does that need some focus and some loving attention so that I feel connected and I don't feel so lonely. And these ideas are all, again, related to the root chakra. So building support and community and asking for help when we need it is a part of having that healthy, healthy root chakra. So um, I hope you found this to be helpful. And we will talk again soon. If you are interested in personal coaching, check out my page. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Eclectic Coach. I'm Candice. If you need any personal coaching, visit my site, eclecticcoach.com. That's where I have my services, products, and events. I would be honored to work with you on your journey. And if you need any notes relevant to today's topic, check the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to leave it a great review. That really helps the show quite a bit, and I really appreciate it. And consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that might find it relevant. I wish you all the joy, happiness, and well-being on your journey. Until next time, see you soon.